A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Whether you're interested in camping, hiking, hunting, or really anything else related to the outdoors, chances are that you visited a Wisconsin State Park. I'm Taylor Schaefer for the Midwest Farm Report. During the COVID-19 pandemic, many state parks were a popular destination for Wisconsin residents and state visitors looking to explore the outdoors. Steve Schmelzer, the director of the Bureau of Parks and Recreation Management for the Wisconsin DNR, shares more about what Wisconsin state parks looked like during the pandemic and how that will translate to their 2022 season. You know, as a result of the pandemic, you know, people, both uh, kids at home and also a lot of people working at home or, or even potentially uh, not working at all, we had a, a just a huge increase in, in visitation and attendance and in occupancy at our campsites. You know, as people sought to gain refuge from the pandemic, you know, they went outside, which is what uh, a lot of the experts were saying was, was good, not only mentally, but also physically, as far as not having uh, virus uh, transmissible. So yeah, it, we, we saw a big increase in the amount of use and, and uh, people coming out of the properties. And you mentioned that state parks really saw record attendance during the pandemic, but with an influx in visitors, that also means an increase in trash and also traffic. Did state park popularity during the pandemic really have an impact on the health and safety of Wisconsin state parks themselves? Yeah, I mean, certainly our, you know, the our staffing was the the staff out of the properties. They they were uh, they were working out the properties all the time and throughout the whole pandemic. They really stepped up and and provided you know, great customer service to our visitors who came into the properties, you know, both cleaning the our facilities, you know, we kind of changed, uh, upgraded that and changed that a little bit, but then also providing uh, customer service as as it kind of went along, both, you know, originally when properties were closed for a short period of time and offices were closed, we brought on a number of different systems and, and new ways of, of doing things that, you know, allowed us to, you know, continue to serve all the all the, all the new visitors and, and all the returning visitors also. Mm-hmm. And Steve, as we move into 2022 and really into the summer's peak park season, is the state of Wisconsin fully staffed enough to kind of handle an influx in visitors like we've seen over the last few years? Yeah, we have, you know, we have a, uh, we continue to do hiring. Um, you know, I think there's been uh, staff that have been on different hiring panels, both for limited term employees and permanent employees that we're trying to bring on. Uh, probably for about the past oh, six weeks or so, there's been a myriad of, of hiring panels, you know, to get uh, to get ready for the season. So, uh, yeah, and we can, you know, we continue to do hiring, and you know, there's still there's still some jobs available out in Wisconsin State Parks. So, if people are looking for a great job, you know, working outdoors and providing that good customer service to our visitors, you know, they're welcome to you know apply to our local state park. But no, we should. You know, we should be in all right shape for, uh, you know, for when visitors uh, start coming through, uh, coming through the parks and forests and trails. Well, that's certainly a great thing that there are enough staff to equip the parks this summer. But do you have any predictions for attendance in 2022? Do you think it'll be high again like the last few years or do you expect a real change? When I was looking at the attendance numbers, 2019, we were, you know, around 18 million. And these are just estimated numbers. Um, 2020. It was a little over 21 million in 2021. It was like almost 21 million. So it was pretty flat between 20 and 21. You know, when we look at our campsites, 
you know, we saw a huge increase in those, you know, as far as the bookings of those. In 2019, we had about 338,000 nights booked. And 2021, fast forward, you know, two years later, we had 608,000 sites booked, a uh, number of nights booked. So it's a, a pretty big increase. And, you know, I do get calls occasionally from folks like, hey, the, you know, we do our, our the reservations are through Camus. And they'll say, hey, the, the system says that everything is full, especially on the weekends. And, and we had a number of weekends uh, this past year when all the sites were, all the campsites were full across the system. I think for this upcoming Memorial Day weekend, I think we're like 99% booked. And, you know, we still have people are uh, canceling some of those sites and then they can get notified at their favorite property if it's, if it's at Wild Lucene or Northern Highland or Devil's Lake, wherever it is. And then an alert will go out to them and say, hey, a site's open at those properties. And so that's helped to get, you know, some of those cancellations filled. So I think people appreciate that. But no, we anticipate it's going to be another busy summer. You know, obviously with uh, with uh, uh, higher gas prices right now, you know, typically when the gas prices go up, some folks tend not to take the, the big long road trips, you know, out east or out west. Uh, so they tend to stay closer to home. Or we have, you know, we get a lot of visitors from, you know, surrounding states, uh, both Illinois and Minnesota. So I, I would imagine that we're going to see a, um, at least a steady as last year, but it, it potentially has uh, to be higher than last year even. Mm-hmm. I know we talked a little before about that increase in visitors and how that's kind of affected the parks. And now you mentioned the gas prices and how that might slow travel. But what do you really see as the biggest issue that's facing the Wisconsin park system right now? I think that as we, you know, as we move forward into the future, you know, looking at the long-term sustainability of the system, you know, we have a lot of capital development and maintenance projects that, you know, we're continuing to try to put forth. Keeping up with those, you know, we have a a pretty big backlog of those, so uh, trying to keep those on tap, you know, for better facilities, newer bathrooms, proof trails, bridges that are in good condition. So as we go through that, you know, making sure that we have the funds and the opportunity to try to get all those projects done so when people come out to the uh, properties and they see quality facilities and structures and, and those kind of things. And then they have, you know, it just makes, it makes their experience that much better. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not any different than a lot of other customer service entities within the state. You know, we are, you know, we have to pay more per hour. And so we're trying to do that, especially at our you know, high use areas. And, and so uh, I think that that's going to be important to continue to provide that good level of service to the customers is provide those uh, good pay to our staff and then um, then that would that would definitely help out again that's Steve Schmelzer the director of the Bureau of Parks and Recreation Management for the Wisconsin DNR he says they're preparing for yet another busy travel season and shares a bit of advice for those looking to spend their time outdoors later this summer people may ask about like hey where where do you recommend we go or what are the recommended areas that we go to. And one of the things that I've experienced in being the director, oh, just like eight months now, is that, you know, on weekends sometimes, you know, we're, we're going to be fully booked, but especially if you can camp during the week at all or part of the week, that certainly helps out. And check out some of the other properties. You know, if your favorite park is, is a Devil's Lake or a, a peninsula, try try some of the surrounding areas where it might, it might not be quite as busy. And then it also allows us to kind of spread out the, the use at those other properties versus like, you know, all of them at the, at the high use property. So, so we, yeah, we encourage folks to check out some of those properties that, you know, kind of the hidden gems that are around the state, some of the lesser, and there's some great, great properties that are smaller and, and 
They just don't get maybe as, as much visitation as some of the high-use properties. So check out some of those properties and check out a new a new campground or a new campsite. You'd be amazed at all the all the great uh, camping and, and day use and trails across the state, you know, all the way from Great Lakes all the way to the Mississippi River and down to the um, Illinois border. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Taylor Schaefer.